travels, buckle up your seatbelts, put your tray in the upright position. But wait, no, he did it again, defying all expectations. We are where we're supposed to be. Welcome to TGA Unofficial Live here with my pal Vivica. And we've got Joseph uh, in the guest seat today. And it's uh, a beautiful day here in uh, the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains. And uh, how's it going over there, Vivica? It is chilly here. <laughs> Not complaining. Chilly, chilly by Atlanteans. So what's it like, 67, 78? Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 40-something when I woke up. But, yeah, it's uh, it's chilly, but I love the fall, so excited. Um, what's up, everybody? Happy Tuesday. We're here with Joseph. Mr. Joseph, yeah, please thanks. introduce yourself to everybody who is uh, new to the community or hasn't uh, yet come across your wonderfulness. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you. Thank you all for having me on the show. This is uh, a privilege and an honor. Um, I, I, I'm a writer. <laughs> I, I would, I would have, I, I guess the best way to describe the work that I do is, is, uh, a copywriter, but I don't like to talk to my, talk about myself that way anymore. Um, copywriting is a tool. It's a thing that I use. Um, so, I mean, as far as my work goes, I, I help, businesses better communicate with their audience and create seas of hungry fans. And then I do a lot of writing, of course, in uh, TGA. So usually the articles that come out on Fridays uh, on the Substack are by me. Well, according to anonymous user who's <laughs> rhyme with Nick Peterson, if I, if I correctly, uh, uh, you're a mach- machine. And actually, um, there have been, I've received quite a few messages about people being excited for this because in some ways, um, you're ubiquitous in TGA because we, we read your words, even when we don't know that they're your words. <laughs> yeah, um, and, uh, you know, I, I know just last night on the, the guardian call, um, which you both were on, uh, Nick talked about you quite a bit. So people are really excited about, um, about what you're doing and what you're bringing, to on what you do so i have a i have kind of a two-part question the first is i'd love to hear your origin story just like how did you come to be doing this work that you do and um you know how did how did you collide with the guardian academy but i'm also kind of intrigued by your comment about i don't like to call myself a copywriter because (laughs) copywriters are going the way of coaches before it used to be coaching was a cool thing and then everybody in the world became a coach now it's no longer a cool thing and copywriters used to be a cool thing nobody was a copywriter now suddenly everyone's a copywriter so i'm just curious about your take on um on that but start with uh just telling us how you came to be doing what, what uh, you're doing. sure yeah um i mean i don't want to go down the whole long winding road but it's it's interesting being here now because i think the the thing that doing all this writing with the Guardian Academy has done for me is um, it's it's really helped me discover how I play my game best. Like if I go back 10 years even, I don't really like writing. I don't do much writing. I kind of do it out of necessity. Um, I like intermittently i think i've i've written about this through a number of like just bits and bobs of this through a number of the pieces that i've done um but um i i I never i never enjoyed it and i I would have sprints of really getting into it 
um, like in, in college, I would put off all the writing till the very last second. And then I would do like a 20 page paper in, you know, 18 hours. <laughs> um, because like when I get into it, when I get into flow, like writing is easy. Um, and, uh, it's it's weird talking about this now because every every time I write every day I discover something new about how that works for me and what that means to me. Um, so in in writing these articles for the Guardian Academy, um, I just I I didn't I I don't approach it with a plan. <laughs> uh, I I think about the things, the ideas that we discuss. And whatever, like, I'll just, I'll just think about the different ones and whatever is like, Ooh, yeah, I'll just start writing. And then it's, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like, I, I really love the gardening analogy. Um, like becoming a, you know, don't, don't try to grow the tallest tree. You just become better at growing trees. Uh, and so this writing process for me is like, here's a bunch of seeds and I throw them on the ground and I'm like, Ooh, that one sprouted. Let's see what happens. And then it grows a little and more stuff grows around it. I'm like, ooh, let's see what that turns into. Um, and so if if I look at the like all of my the back end of where all my writing is, I think I have twenty or thirty things going on at the same time. Which I think most people would tell you is uh a poor way to be productive. I'll just like jump around to all the things I'm writing, but for some reason doing it this way, it, it, it creates this like creative flywheel for me where like the more I just follow my instinct on the ideas and like putting them out, the more they'll all grow faster and more succinctly. I, I don't even know why <laughs> I don't, I, I wouldn't even recommend this to anyone else. Like it, it sounds logically like a terribly inefficient, unproductive way to make things, but I've written more in the past two months than probably in the past five years. Um, so, but, uh, that's not really my origin story. That's just, I just followed a little seed I threw on the ground there. <laughs> that's kind of what my writing is like. <laughs> um, so let me see if I can follow the path to getting here. Um, after college, I got a job working in a warehouse at Nintendo. Um, but I went to college for art. So I was like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do my art in my free time, which I didn't do. Um, and then I was like, I need to not be in a warehouse. So I got a regular job. And I was like, I need to not be wasting my time doing this crap. So I was like, what if I just sell photos? So then I suddenly started doing weddings and portraits. But I had no idea what I was doing with business. So I was like, I need to figure out marketing. So then I got into internet marketing. And I went down a number of stupid rabbit holes there. Um, and eventually, I had an opportunity to make a magazine. And I made a magazine all about coffee. <laughs> which was called Coffee Lovers Magazine and then later Extracted Magazine. Um, and I did that for about 10 years. And 
made every mistake you can possibly make. Rob Peter to pay Paul, didn't play my own game, etc. Like all the all the ones that everyone classically makes. Um, and in the sort of downfall of that business, I took out the things that I was doing best, which was the email. I had somehow figured out how to um, communicate really well through email such that I, I had a really solid audience of people who just were passionate about anything I was doing. Um, they would buy anything that I made. <clears throat> and then I started having people asking me to do for them what I did for myself. Uh, and that's, that's eventually where I got to copywriting. Like I didn't, I, I actually like thought copywriting was like a, a really dirty profession <laughs> until I was like, Oh, maybe it's just, maybe it's just a good skill that I could cultivate and that it will be like useful for the rest of my life to like be able to make a good living with in a way that I can, like, it's a skill I can, a tool I can use to go and bring value to help businesses better communicate with their customers. Um, that's essentially what it is. Um, so in, in that moment I discovered, or I rediscovered Lucas Roshesky. I'd actually run into him years before. Um, that's a, another rabbit hole. Um, started learning from him and it was through Lucas that I got introduced to Nick. Um, and that was just before Nick Smith's 21, I think, or 20. Nick Smith's 2020, I think it was. Um, and this was all like six or seven months before he started doing the work in crypto and making um, the Wolf Den and eventually the Guardian Academy and that sort of thing. So everything just kind of like followed step, step step just natural progression and i kept connecting whenever i connected with someone who could better explain the feelings and ideas that i had in my head with words i followed them i was like okay yeah you're putting words to the stuff that i feel like is true but you're explaining it better so i'm gonna i'm gonna learn from that and integrate and go forward so um here i am <laughs> <laughs> what what does playing your game look like for you now? So um, you mentioned like your your whole process to this point, but what does that mean for you today? That's a good question. Uh, I'm not sure I can. I'm not sure I fully understand it, except that it involves writing. Like there's there's something about the process of writing. Uh, there's a quote that I really um, have always resonated with. It's uh, Flannery O'Connor. Um, I write so that I... Um, what is it? I write so that I can uh, know what it is that I think or something like that. I can't remember the exact quote. <clears throat> uh, but uh, that, that, that's essentially what I'll do. I'll start writing without really understanding what it is that I'm thinking. But it's through the writing that I'll discover what it actually is that I think, and it's in some way that I can't, um, I can't really explain. Uh, like a lot of the, uh, like I'll I'll be writing an article. I was doing this. Um, um, what was the, the last article that I wrote? I just sent it to Nick. It was about 
Well, so the form and the function one just published, but I just sent Nick and this one, will, I think it's going to go out this week. It's about the next best step. Um, and <clears throat> it was like, I started that one off with like some logical, like I was just talking to myself about the next best step. And then I stumbled upon an idea. Like it, I got really woo woo about, um, about discovering magic in life. And then this whole thing just kind of spilled out of me. And I, oh, thank you. <laughs> All right. Cause I don't know what I think until I read what I say. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> that's exact. That's how I function, I think. Um, so like I, I, um, I used to, I used to struggle with figuring out what to write. Uh, and, and if you, like, if you're in circles of writing, like copywriting, creative writing or anything like that, um, and, and, and you have trouble with writer's block, people will often say, well, it's cause you haven't, uh, uh, you haven't researched enough. You don't know about what you're going to say. So you got to go do the work. I think, um, it's backwards for me. <laughs> I think, and, and since I've accepted that, I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to write. So I'm just going to write words and something's going to happen. And it always does. And ever since I've accepted that, I can just, I can sit down at any time and just write. It's, it's not always about the thing that I'm supposed to be writing about. Um, like sometimes I sit down, we've got this, uh, um, like I, I started a little D and D campaign for my kids. Um, and at part of like, I, I built it mostly through AI. It was like a back and forth collaboration. So I'd, I like asked the AI to just start with some stuff and then it made a whole bunch of things. And I was like, no, nah, let's change that. And that, and now it's to the point where I'm like, I just have ideas for it coming to me all the time. So sometimes I'll sit down and I'm like, okay, I need to write this form versus function article. And I'm like, but, but what about that crazy guy with the feather <laughs> headdress who ran down the street with, I wonder what his quest is. <laughs> And I'm like, I just need to write this out and I'll start writing that. And then all of a sudden it'll give me something will show up that is related to the actual thing that I want to write about. Um, so there's, there's something in that alchemy of uh, where I play my game best. I love, love it. It makes perfect sense. And a lot of what you've shared really resonates with my own experience in writing. I, I was the same way in college, although I don't remember writing many 20 page papers. So I probably went to a lesser college than you did. Um, but, uh, you know, it was always last minute and it was always good enough to get me that, you know, B, B plus A minus that I needed. And, um, and I never really thought of myself as a writer at all until pretty late in life. It wasn't until like 2016 that I actually started putting my words to, you know, to, to blog, to paper, what have you. So I love that. And the, and the, and the play your game thing that, that Vivica wove in is really fascinating to me. So I'm just going to share a reflection and I'd love to have you reflect or push back on my reflection because what I'm hearing in the way that you approach this is you don't have like your, it sounds like it's very much about presence and awareness and, holding space for what wants to emerge to be able to emerge. You just kind of show up and start writing. And to me, the way, the reason that fits in so well with playing your game is 
playing your game requires you, <clears throat> number one, to stop playing everyone else's game. So to your point about, you know, what you said about copywriting can feel kind of slimy and scammy because so many copywriters appear to be that way. It's the same in coaching. You know, there's so many bad coaches out there to raise your hand and say, I'm a coach can be really frightening because you're putting yourself in this big pot of crap. But if you're good at what you do and you have intention and integrity about what you do, it's actually a great positioning move to put yourself in a category of one because it's not that people aren't looking for a good coach or a good copywriter. They're just sick of working with really crappy coaches and copywriters. So this th idea that you just kind of show up um, and you have the self-awareness, you know, to show up as yourself and you have the self-efficacy to trust yourself and trust the process that you, you will write enough dots to, to collect them into something that is meaningful and purposeful and will land with your intended audience. Um, sounds like a very much like kind of the infinite game approach to playing your game. Like the only thing I, I, the only outcome I'm really looking for is to be able to wake up and play this game tomorrow. So that was just some things that I heard and what you, you said and, and uh, would love to hear your reflections on that. Yeah, I love that. Um, the, I, I, re, I really, I really ascribe to the infinite game. Um, just in general, I like, I like that. Um, like finite and infinite games is somewhere behind me. <clears throat> um, really interesting, really interesting concept, but, um, I guess I haven't I haven't thought about it too much in terms of playing my own game, but I think it must have emerged that way. Like I think I think the concept in all that that um, the 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 one thing that keeps surfacing through through all the different points for me is this idea of emergence. Like I I've always, for as long as I can remember, been someone who um, kind of has to almost pathologically think deeply about the foundations of things like why is this the thing and go as like deeply foundational as possible like i just gotta understand and then i gotta think about it in that way too so when i approach a business most people are um or most people i think i think a lot of copywriters and marketers will purchase business and be like okay um you need a funnel and to do this to get your result and it's like that's a tool maybe it'll help you maybe you don't need it at all I'm like, let's look maybe more foundationally at your business and understand what you're actually trying to accomplish and why and check out the system that you have established and see how the pieces flow together. And through that, the the, the thing that exists emerges and the pos best possible next steps that they can take emerges. Um, but the, the thing that emerges is the important thing, but you can't see it at the beginning. You can't go look for it. Um, it, there was something you said <laughs> at the beginning there about my writing and I was like, yeah, my writing is kind of like having a herd of cats. You can't make the cats come and sit on your lap. They're just, the cat's just going to come and be with you when it wants to be with you. So I got to just, I can't like go make the idea happen. I've got to make the situation where the idea will emerge well so um yeah i agree with everything you've said 
Vivica, so, it finally happened, Vivica. So, so there's a couple of things. For one, I, you know, when I have to write, I don't want to write. So there's that degree of like, when I have to do something, I don't want to do it. And you guys are mentioning writing papers and stuff. And I remember being in high school and writing all my friends' papers for money. And then at the end of the day, night before, doing my own, right? So getting them all A's, making a couple dollars, and then rushing to get my B just because I had to do it. Uh, so it, it feels forced sometimes when you have to write. But um, but I do hear, and maybe I'm not right, maybe it has nothing to do with it, but it almost sounds like your process is a little woo-woo. I feel like, you know, you, you put the things out and then whatever resonates or is speaking to you on some level is actually what you run with. Is Does that... Does that yeah, no, I, I, think, I think that's... And, and I think you'll... Um, I think what you just said, you can fi- you'll find towards the end of the next article that's coming out, the next best step, um, because so the life that I want to live, here, here's the life that I want to, because I've I've struggled with that. Like I have a really hard, I've had a really hard time historically when I have to write something. Like I gotta write this, and I'm like, uh, I gotta just put words on the thing and hope it comes out. Uh, no. The life I want to live is I want to get up. Uh, I want to like get my kids ready for school, get them off to school or like have a coffee in the morning or whatever and sit down and write whatever the heck I want to write and be done when I want to be done and then go spend the rest of the day with my kids. That's the life I want. And you know what? I can actually have that. And I've realized that recently. Like if I just let go of trying to make the end result so that this is this is the thing that kind of emerged from well, as i was writing about the next next best step we've all got this like um uh a solvable problem right so we we come up with this big grand idea of the thing that we want and we figure out here are the things that i can do to get closer to that and make that likely to happen uh, to me at that point the key is to let go stop trying to have that thing and 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 as you were saying scott like like presence and awareness in the present moment turn yourself to the present moment and be like okay what's the next best step that's going to get me closer to that thing well, i'm going to do that now i'm going to let go of trying to make the thing happen i'm just going to be in the best way that i can possibly be with my gifts now as i understand it and every time i take a step something new is going to emerge i'm going to get new information i'm going to have a new idea Maybe, maybe that informs the big goal. Maybe it doesn't. Um, but the more that I, the less that I try to make the big thing happen or even the smaller, bigger thing. And the more that I just be as, as, as best as I can, this is coming out really Zen, I suppose. But, um, the, 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 the more everything works well for me anyway. It just sounds like you're going with the flow. I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I still have to like get, like I still got clients that I got to get work done and the project's done. So there's still like, I can't like just go be a man in a woods with a typewriter uh, as much as I might want to be sometimes. But (laughs) yeah. What I love about Vivica's question is that it's, um, 
it's like the things that we usually talk about that or you know when we say oh that sounds woo woo we're actually talking about things that now quantum mechanics and physics are saying are actually kind of true like it's <laughs> just all it, it's all energy and it's all one thing and so when you know this idea that some you know what i love about what you're saying and your approach is it is the antithesis of grit and grind culture hustle culture, this, all the stuff that the gurus are, you know, I was just got sucked into an argument on Twitter, you know, with someone that's telling me that the only way to do it is to work 20 hours a day and do it for 10 years. And it's like, Oh my God, I'd rather be, uh, I'd, 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 I'd rather die. Um, but <clears throat> that idea, I, 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 this is a third conversation I've had today that is circled around this idea of surrender. Like we are two of our primal drivers as human beings are fear and desire. And, you know, we want, we fear shows up as regret about things in the past and anxiety about things in the future and angst about things that are in the presence and desire is we wish it didn't happen this way in the past, but we want it to turn out this way in the future. And when is someone going to come give me what I want in the present? And, um, but, when we surrender to whatever's going on now, we actually create that spaciousness that allows, and to use your word, to allow what, what's next to emerge. Because what's, what's, what's meant to emerge wants to emerge, and it's looking for a vehicle. And if, and if you show up ready to do the work um, or just start doing the work, I think that's, you know, it's the, the Elizabeth Gilbert TED Talk talks about this. It's like there's inspiration is out there looking for a vehicle so that she can speak through them. And if you're busy <laughs> turning cycles about regret about the past or, or desire for the future, she'll just find somebody else. But if you're sitting there just doing your work, it's like you were saying about the cats, it's like, you can't hurt, hurt the cats, but if you sit quietly, the cat will eventually come to you. So I, I just, uh, I really appreciate you sharing some of that process and, um, if that's woo woo, then I think Vivica and I are both in. Um, so as we're just kind of wrapping up, just tell us, you know, what, what's, what excites you most about what you're doing right now, whether that's your own project or the project that you're doing with, um, the, the Guardian Academy and, and give us a sense of what might be next for Joseph Robertson. Um, well, uh, I mean, I guess what excites me most, honestly, is that all of this writing is showing me more and more um, what my own game is and how to play it best. Uh, and it it feels kind of intoxicating, to be honest. <laughs> like, I I've 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 done a lot of things um, and tried a lot of things that other people say you should try. Um, and, you know, I've intellectually understood that you should play your own game, but there's something about experiencing it that's, that's vastly different. Um, so, I mean, it's, as far as I'm going to keep writing as long as Nick will let me keep writing, uh, I can't imagine that, like, I, I don't think there's like a, like a limited well of things. I think it's it's stuff that it's like a, it's a garden. As long as I tend the garden, I'll just keep going. 
<laughs> I just keep growing that garden and see what happens. Um, so I, I, um, I kind of want to leave it at that because I feel like I really, I really like the, the ill-defined nature of it. Like I have, I have a solvable problem and, and a kind of style of life that I'm heading towards. Um, but I'm also finding power and importance in, as you were just talking about letting go and just letting the stuff happen. So I'm going to keep writing for TGA. Um, I've got uh, my own business as a not copywriter who uses copywriting. Um, <laughs> I work, I work a lot with email. Uh, so um, I'm also working with uh, Lucas Roshesky. We've got some, uh, some stuff going on there um, that I'm sure will show up in the guardian Academy in some way. We'll see how it emerges. <laughs> Yep. That's very that's very cliffhanger, right? Okay, now we're all going to be sitting here waiting for just, you guys. Just a little open able. loop and some tension for the day, maybe. <laughs> it's almost like he knows how to do that, Vivica. How, how to know. open up and create the tension that makes you lean in and wait wait to hear more. Fantastic, Joseph. It's been really great to spend this time with you and learn a little bit more about you know what what you've been doing and what you are doing and and. Um, and thanks for giving us no clue about what's coming up next, but we'll <laughs> wait to see what that is. But, uh, yeah, it's been fantastic spending this time with you. And just a, a note to all the viewers, um, that there is no broadcast next week. Uh, myself and some other folks from the guardian Academy will be at Laurel and Lucas's event in Arizona, along with Brandon and Nick and some others. Um, so, uh, Enjoy your, your week off, and uh, I know Vivica and I will. <laughs> anything uh, anything before we sign off, Vivica? No, just, um, you know, keep showing up, guys. It's been, you know, really fun to, to hold these and, and get to know each other better and, you know, get introduced to new guardians. Maybe we'll have some friends of guardians starting to come on as well. So it's just, it's been fun. It's It's been a pleasure, and I, I'm looking forward to, to the week when we get back. So we'll have Blake. I believe uh, the week we get back. So awesome. All right. Well, thank you, Joseph. Thank you, Vivica. And uh, thank you guardians. We'll see you thank next you all. time.